0: Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I'm parked in an alley with two members of a band called The Districts. I would love each of you to introduce yourself. Uh, My name's Connor, and I play bass. And I'm Robbie, and I play guitar and sing. You seem a little bit shy, even though I know you've had a couple of beers. (laughs) So what do we need to do to loosen you up to do this interview? Uh, Massages. But you know what, that brings up something interesting, the massage idea, because I was on your Facebook page earlier today, and I saw that, I saw something about bro rubs, so who would like to explain
1: that to everybody? Uh, Yeah, bro rubs are just like when two bros are feeling a little tense, you know, in the van, you just ask your other bro to give you a rub down, and they just loosen you up for you, yeah, release the tension, (laughs)
0: You guys must be one tight unit, because, you know, that
1: is pretty comfortable. Definitely. We've known each other for a while, so...
2: I do have to say, I would prefer if we stepped up the bro-robe game, because I've been feeling particularly yeah, tense yeah. lately, and there haven't been enough bro-robes. Mm-hmm.
1: So.
0: so, I would love to figure out how this works within a community of friends slash
1: coworkers slash bandmates It's just kind of, <laughs> just like a ask, and then you shall receive, I guess, <laughs> type Steph- it's definitely more of a please and thank you.
0: you gotta yeah, yeah. got to respect your, your bro rubber. Mm-hmm. So, when was the last time each of you got a bro rub, and from whom in the band was it from? Oh, I'm trying to remember. And why was it so long ago? I'm worried ago. for this band now.
1: I
2: think it was
0: it, Mark that initiated most of them.
2: Yeah, well, I feel like... I feel like I rubbed Braden kind of recently. I can't remember the last time I got a rub down, but it definitely rubbed Braden. Gave a little neck rub one time not too long ago. Mm-hmm.
1: It's been too long. Way too long.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I want to help this band stay together and have good relations. So, how about I play a song? I'm going to play the song Fourth and Roebling. You say Roebling, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to play the song Fourth and Roebling. And while I play the song, how about you guys start the rub down? Get friendly and get comfortable. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds great. So guys, who's gonna be the rubber? Who's gonna be the rubby?
1: Well since I'm behind Robbie, I'll be I'll be the rubber this time.
0: Rub me Connor. <laughs> rub me Connor. Well you did say that you hadn't had a rub in a while.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's been it's been far too long, so I could really use really use a helping hand.
0: Alright, fourth. And Roebling, off the record, a flourish and a spoil, I'm with the Districts, and right now, they're getting their bro rub on. There it is.
2: <laughs> Magical fingers.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: they are really doing it, guys.
3: Sunshine, stretching valley, They call my name from down the hall only finally would you go with me would you lay me down to get my sleep Change from before I'm Trying to find the right words It's the difference Between this word. Thousand diamond rings out. Oh. sunshine for
0: is scott wood your host you just heard fourth and roebling that's by a band called the Districts. i'm sitting here in their tour van the bro rub is now over one of the members feels a lot more relaxed tell me how you're feeling i feel feel loose i feel refreshed i feel feel the
2: interconnectedness of everything in life feel i feel like heaven i feel
0: surreal this life is so surreal Are you ready for yours
1: now? I think so.
0: All right. (laughs) We'll wait till the next song for that. I've got some questions. Everyone talks about the districts. They always talk about you as that young band. You guys have said in so many interviews that you hate that. You don't want to be known as that young band. So, guys, today, let's work on a solution for this. Other than being known as the Bro Rub Band, what would you like to be known for? Well we could we
2: were thinking we could maybe just change our name to boys to men. that might solve the whole the young guy problem it might yeah, might be,
1: gonna make the evolution for us yeah, it'd be a good transition because we're becoming we're coming from being boys to men, and then we can eventually just be men. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking about this today on my way over to the venue, and I thought, guys, you really have either two options here well you have you have three you could a just ride it out B you could develop a horrible drinking and or drug problem or C do something really crazy like I'm not even gonna say but you could do something really crazy so you're now that band yeah we could all like
1: like rob a bank do like a crazy heist that'd be like the bank robber band would be the, be the bank, bank
2: robber guys. band I like that revolution 11. Yeah, Ocean's 12.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, you guys are the shyest band I've interviewed in a while. Which is odd, because you just gave each other a back rub in front of me.
2: (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes rub down's what you gotta do. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: Alright, The Districts. You guys just put out a record. You put out your second full-length. It's called A Flourish and A Spoil. My favorite quote about the record is this. It said, This record this record is a snapshot of you guys as you begin to understand your power as musicians. So, I'd love you guys to talk about... Well, first, can I get you to react to that quote? Ah!
2: <laughs> um, no, that's cool. Uh, thanks whoever said that.
1: I guess every record for every band is just a snapshot of where they are as people and musicians. So, yeah, I think this record captures our place as people very well, I guess.
0: Other critics have said about this record that it's a little bit uneven, there's some good, there's some bad in it. When you guys look back on it as this snapshot of where you were when you made it, what are you proud of? What could use a little improvement?
2: Well, um, I don't know. Uh I mean, Being a snapshot, I kind of just like it how it is. (laughs) I mean, like, there's certainly things we could do better, but, like, I don't know. It is just, like, a kind
0: of natural representation of where we are, so. Uh, Come on. You're playing these songs every night. You're thinking... You must be thinking about how you made them, what you could have done better, what you want to do next time. Yes? No? Uh,
1: I'm mostly just, like, thinking about working on new songs instead of... I guess improving old songs because it's already been like it's already recorded, so it's already done. So might as well just think about the future and stuff. <laughs> just worrying about what we could have done because there's no changing it really.
2: Yeah, it's kind of. I think we made we made the best thing we we could make at the time, and yeah, I think yeah, like you said, Connor, just kind of. I think we're more interested in just looking forward to the next thing than like overly. I think. I mean. I guess certainly think of what you can do better but I don't know if we think of it in terms of what we've already done just like more in terms of what we'll do next I guess yeah
0: sorry that doesn't completely answer your question (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it I'm gonna come at it this way last weekend I went to a crazy party with all my friends part of the fun of a really crazy party is the Sunday where you all get back in touch with each other and figure out what the hell happened to everybody so when you make a record do you guys ever have a debrief session like that where you look at
1: what you did um well I guess it's kind of like like mixing a record and like we kind of just like just figure out like what things we could change in the recording so pretty much like the whole record process almost like does like a double check type thing with like mixing and mastering With uh yeah, I guess, I mean, after we finished doing mixing and mastering and we got the the test pressing, it was kind of just like, yeah, we didn't really know what else we could change. It was just like, cool, <laughs> sounds good to us, but, but yeah, definitely during like the mixing and mastering process, we there's a lot of stuff that we change and stuff like that. But
0: yeah. While you were talking, Rob is sitting in the driver's side of the van and we're in... We're in Vancouver at Hastings and Maine about, so this alley is filled with a lot of strange individuals, which keep, these individuals keep distracting Rob from the conversation. Would you like to talk about one of these individuals? Oh, there's one guy that
2: rode past on his bike, smoking a cigarette, just kind of making weird noises, going, "Ah, ah." I was really (laughs) confused by that. And then another guy rode by on his bike very quietly as another guy walked past him. Yeah, they all just kind of have a very interesting look to them, kind of wondering if they're going to try and talk to us or ask us for something, but nothing yet. I'll I'll let you know.
0: Since you're nervous, Rob, I'm going to advise you to lock the doors of the van. I think they are. Would you like to check so you have peace of mind? They're checked. I checked. But
2: I'm not so much nervous as curious.
0: So you would like to talk to one of those guys?
2: not that curious <laughs> more curious is just that's why I'm looking
0: I think that it's about time we play another track by the districts I'm going to play Peaches off of Flourish and Spoil so Rob why don't you start us off by telling us a little bit about this track sure uh, yeah Peaches is
2: I guess one of the somewhat older ones on the album not the oldest written one but somewhat and uh, yeah it was written in a well the it was the first like draft of it was written in a parking lot in Chicago, and I waited for our friend to get home so she could let us in because we were staying at her house, and, uh, yeah. I don't
3: want to sing about the peaches in the Vatican, oh yeah.
0: You just heard "Peaches" by a band called The Districts, off their second record, "A Flourish and a Spoil." I've got two members of the band here with me. I would like the other member of the band to tell me who he is and then talk a bit about this track.
1: Oh, uh, I'm Connor, and uh, well, we re- we record that, I guess, three times. Like we record with Bill Moriarty in Philly, and then we record it ourselves had uh, our friends do quarry sound and then we record with john congleton and that was like the final version on the album and yeah that's probably one of my favorite ones to play live it's just really upbeat and kind of gets the crowd going
0: so since you guys have done it three times what's the biggest difference between each version
1: i guess the first time it might have been a little bit overproduced and then the second time it's slower yeah it's slower and uh then the second time we didn't really capture like the energy quite as well. And the third time is kinda just like just right. <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it.
0: All right. When people talk about the districts, they also always talk about how you guys are from a very small town in Pennsylvania. And I think that's kinda sweet, but a lot of people are from small towns, so I'm not sure why people talk about that when they talk about districts. So fill me in, guys. Oh uh I mean, I feel like
2: what
0: was that? It sounded like something was tapping against the back of the van, but I think we're all right. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh. This is like the first scene in a horror movie. <laughs>
2: oh, it's people throwing boxes out of a back door of a. <laughs> like a restaurant or something. But, uh, but yeah, uh. I feel like people talk about us being from a small town. I mean, I guess. I don't know, a lot of bands, I feel like, are from New York or L.A. and, like, things like that. Not all bands. There's plenty of bands from other places, but I feel like people are just interested in the fact that we're not from one of those places, for one thing, I guess. But, uh yeah, uh, I don't really know other than that.
1: I guess it kind of, like, goes in with, like, because we're young and we just, like, recently moved out of that town, that they kind of focus on that, just, like, since it's kind of fresh on our minds, that town, but I guess since most bands have been, like, they usually form in, like, New York or a big city, and they've been living there for a while, but we started, like, in our hometown, in a small town, so I guess I kind of focus on that more, maybe.
2: I feel like it also kind of is kind of an important thing because, like, a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people are from small towns, but I feel like... A lot of bands they try and listen to and relate to aren't from there. So I feel like kind of is a more, I don't know, it's it's real. I don't know. It doesn't seem like like this, I don't know, like this band from New York, like The Strokes or this like New York, like dreamy
0: thing, you know what I mean? I don't know. Just like dudes. Now that I've met you, I kind of get the small town vibe and I get why people talk about it a lot I
2: mean definitely well there's a lot more to do in a city I feel, and I feel like we definitely have found a lot more like minded people to us And uh, but I mean we also kind of found our own little niche of people in Littits like our, our hometown that were similar to us also but uh, yeah I mean I think it was a good place to grow up and kind of create your own belief system because there are a lot of people that we found we don't agree with and stuff and it's a very conservative place and stuff, but uh, it's definitely a good place to escape from where you grew up to to move to a city if you grew up in a small place. It's just like a kind of different way of different way of doing things I guess.
0: So do you have a secret place in your hometown that you go to escape to?
2: Yeah, I mean there's a couple just like cool nature spots I like to go to. Speedwell. Places to hike around. Yeah. Speedwell Forge. Huh?
1: What did you say? <laughs> Uh, Speedwell, it's this, uh, lake, well, did they fill it back up, or?
2: I don't think it's filled up yet.
1: Yeah, uh, they, like, drained it out, and then they started filling it back up, but, uh, yeah, that is kind of, like, the, the spot in our hometown where the, like, high school kids used to go all the time, and, like, hike around, stuff like that.
0: I read you guys saying that when you go back there, nobody knows you, so if you did go home... You know when you go home to a small town or you go back to where you were known when you were younger? Everybody has a reputation. So if Connor and Rob went back to their small hometown, what would they be? They'd be, hi, I'm the blank guy. Wait, is this like a specific age that we were this thing? Like, if you went home, you went to the Walmart and you saw a lot of people from high school, they're going to be like, oh, they're not going to be like, it's the guy from the districts. They're going to be, it's Rob, the what? The guy who ate seven hot dogs. Um,
2: uh, the guy who, uh, in fifth grade thought he was really punk rock, even though you're in fifth grade. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: that's the best I got. <laughs> I guess we were like, we were in the band when, uh, we entered high school. So, I guess, like, people in our high school knew that we were in a band, but they didn't really give a shit about our band. <laughs> it's like, except our friends. So, I guess, like, they still see us as being in that band, but, uh, other than that, like outside of the band they that guy was pretty just like quiet and just kept to the outside. So yeah.
0: I can That'd definitely be believe that you guys kept quiet.
2: <laughs> We'd just be those weird, quiet music guys, I guess.
0: So then Connor describe Rob as a fifth grade punk. <laughs> uh yeah, uh People are weird out. Rob is looking at someone else who's wandering through the alley. He's sort of dancing as he walks, and he has a big <laughs> ponytail.
1: It's a cool dude. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Rob in fifth grade. I don't think we had any classes together, but we went to the same elementary school.
2: Fuck? He went behind the van.
1: He's behind the van. Look in your mirror. Is
2: he coming up?
1: I think like t- He's
0: bang. Yes, he is urinating against the wall. <laughs> okay,
2: I just thought he was coming up here. I'm spooked. We've gotten our van stolen before So I'm just all sketched yeah, out yeah.
0: We are in Canada
2: No one has guns <laughs> Canada,
0: That's true That's true, that's true. Yeah. So if anybody comes <laughs> with the van They would have to get through the three of us
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I mean We're just paranoid Americans Because yeah. there's guns everywhere in America, so.
0: I get it I get it So you were describing Fifth grade punk
1: Rob Oh is this guy peeing too? Oh right in front of us Oh no
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's taking the Oh that's awesome this is the best interview
0: ever. <laughs> I have... Crazy. Wieners are out. I, nice I've seen a guy pee right in front of me and the band members give each other a massage.
1: I can't wait to see what happens next. Double, we're getting peed from behind and in front. This is crazy.
0: All right. How Light, about... Flash the lights on. This <laughs> no, right. No, <laughs> Leave him be. You're just going to provoke him. That's true.
2: We're going to provoke the...
0: Sh- oh, he's God.
2: He's tipping it. back. Oh, yeah. He's, been, he's like getting into it. He's getting into it. <laughs> This is great, oh man, God, he's <laughs> so into it right now. He is jamming to that urine
1: nice,
0: yeah, oh, he's okay, he's readjusting, he's taking another sip of his tall beer oh,
2: keeping the keep holding the beer in the mouth it's <laughs> in totally his
1: teeth't it shit.
2: tipping it back, tipping it back, and there's this guy with the light up spokes on his bike. Some okay, guys, let's style it back. Oh, let's, okay.
0: oh. <laughs> you have to describe what it
2: is. Smash the freaking Dude, beer like, bottle on the wall. It was <laughs> a, like, a spin around there. underarm pitch. That was pretty awesome. Softball
1: right there. This is like the spot to be at. Like, okay, this is crazy. some great people I like, would love to talk about. Is this
2: guy coming behind our van too? Yeah. Is
0: like, there's someone else behind the van, and it looks like he is preparing to urinate. Or, oh, no, he's dancing. Oh, he's walking away.
1: All right. Cool.
0: (laughs) All right. Rob, Connor, are you guys okay now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. How about we play an older track? I wanted to play a track off your first record, Telephone. (laughs) I thought I'd play Lila. So how about, Connor, you tell me a little bit about this track
1: before I bring it up? Uh, We recorded this in, like, 2012, I think, and... Yeah, our friend recorded it in Ephrathau, which is like a town next to Lids. And his studio space was in like a, it's a warehouse. It's like big warehouse, so it was really cool. Uh, yeah, that was really fun recording it. <laughs> Good morning, Lala
3: come from?
0: the record, Telephone. I've got two members of a van here. They're emotionally and they're traumatized from having to see so many horrible things in this alley, but they're going to survive. They're going to be okay. If they need to, they can give each other another massage. So, Rob, could you tell me a bit about this track?
2: Uh, Yeah, Lila's, uh, it's a pretty, like, personal, honest one. Uh, Don't really have, I mean, yeah, it's, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, it's pretty pretty real and uh well it's really annoying because i have to put a capo on for it and that always puts my guitar out of tune for people who don't know a capo is a thing you like to put on your guitar to kind of change uh where the kind of make a fake first fret almost and uh but yeah it always puts my guitar out of tunes and then i have to spend like way too long tuning my guitar before and after it but hopefully it's worth it everyone
0: So, Telephone was your first record. You guys are currently touring your second record, A Flourish and A Spoil. I would love you guys to tell me the biggest change in the district's music between the two records. Uh, I think, I mean,
2: definitely kind of tried to capture more of how we play the songs live because we always always played a lot of the songs on Telephone a little louder and whatnot live and it was more of a raw thing and... uh, Yeah, I think when we made Telephone, it was kind of more of us just throwing a bunch of ideas at the wall, whereas this album was more, we kind of knew more of what we wanted to accomplish with it, kind of made
0: it more of a, more of a complete, complete piece of work, I guess. You guys worked with a producer for this record, and I read that you guys worked, I read that you guys specifically wanted to work with this guy, so I'd love you to tell me who you worked with and why you guys wanted to work with him so
1: much. Uh, we his name is John Congleton, and uh yeah, we all of his all of his work is really good. <laughs> it's like he's just an amazing producer and
0: So give me an example of a record that he produced that you are geeking out
1: over. Uh, the hit the Swans record is really good and uh his all the like Saint Vincent and The Walkman and Lisbon is a really good album. And, uh, he did a really good album by uh, Waters yeah yeah, Waters. That
2: was, that's a good album um, that's actually probably the first album we ever listened to he okay. did as a band but we didn't know it was him at the time until much later
0: okay so you get this guy you're kind of geeking out what's one thing he taught you about what you do that you weren't expecting
1: He, I guess he taught us to look at our music when we're recording it more objectively instead of just like and he also taught us how to like just keep on track and not get distracted by kind of like little stuff that doesn't really change the song too much and just kind of keep it more raw and just lean instead of trying to add all this other stuff on it that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we definitely beforehand
2: spent a little too much time, like we would sometimes spend too much time just kind of focusing on one little thing that wasn't really that important and we would just kind of... Yeah, just waste a lot of time on it. So he helped us kind of just, like, remember that that's not that important.
0: A lot of younger bands don't always like to work with producers because they're afraid the producer's going to take over their sound and tell them what to do.
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, I think we were definitely really afraid of that, too, in a way. But uh, it's just kind of like a weird uh, idea about producers that I think a lot of them probably can be very controlling and not more about how they want the album to sound than what you do, but uh, I think we knew that just because of the wide variety of records John has made, we kind of knew he wouldn't be like that, because he like like the Walkman for example, it still sounds like the Walkman when you listen to it, and like, whereas some, some producers you'll hear produce an album, they kind of take it in a different direction that you wonder if it would have gone that way without them if the band really wanted it to go as far in that direction as it did, and uh, I think
1: we knew he wouldn't do that so much. And uh, before we recorded the album, we, like, (coughs) talked to him on the phone just to, like, figure out, like, what we wanted out of the album, and he wanted to get, like, he wanted to learn what we wanted out of the album, so, and that was definitely, like, a fear of ours, and we just, like, talked about that, and he was totally understanding about that, so.
2: I mean, I think we could just tell that he was very much, like, He's definitely very much just kind of a like-minded guy. Like uh, a lot of the a lot of the music he likes, and just the tastes he has, like sonically, kind of fit with what we wanted out of the album and kind of like ourselves. So,
0: oh, another man is peeing. The count is three. But this time we can't see his penis. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> All right guys, it's the end of the show so I would love to hear Suburban Smell because that song has a great story behind it. So, who would like to tell the story?
2: I'll do it. Uh yeah, there's a it's a, also a very true thing. Uh Yeah, in like our hometown, there's this one event that happened at a football game where <clears throat> like the whole basically the whole student section of not the whole student section, but a lot of students at the game were they were all basically making fun of this mentally handicapped kid and posted videos of it online it was just a very stupid weird situation and uh, actually got in an internet fight with some of them about it and then years later I wrote a song about it yeah
0: nice so that's the story behind Suburban Smell by The Districts off their second record "A Flourish and a Spoil. Connor here's your chance to jump in and say something about
1: the track uh, well, well, Robbie recorded himself just on his iPhone. That's actually the same recording that is on the album. So, but uh yeah, he just like he like picked him up one day. I guess when we were going back to Liz from Philly or something, and he showed it to us in the van. We thought it was awesome, and we thought about re-recording it for the new album. But then we were like, no, it just, just the recording itself on the iPhone is just really raw. So we just figured. We won't be able to recreate that again, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for that, guys. I would love to thank you for being on my show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.
3: There's sixteen homes on every street. They all of course lie in the neatest rows. Cradle and broken homes and dinner prayers. Rockin' us all to sleepin' in Which one's mine? I can't tell. We're sick of that suburban smell. They look the same, look the same. And all the kids with money loud cheering for the retard dance, cheering for a touchdown. They Party at the rich kid house. I get stoned in basements. Whether I am not myself, but I don't laugh and watch three retard dance. There are so many homes on every street, piling into lines so neat. I won't fold into those lines. I'm too drunk on that suburban smell. I know which one of them is mine. They look the same. Look the same. God gave us 16 homes on every street, so we all pray at the dinner table. Our sons are strong, and they are. that's a smell.
0: Okay, so I just have a couple of pickup questions because I'm a little nervous because you guys are a bit shy, no offense. <laughs> no, it's all, good. all right, so right now I'm in the tour van of a band called Districts. Guys, I would love you to tell me about one object in this van that I would not find in any other band's van. Got it. Uh, we got a Jack Link's Lil oh, chub. Man. Hanging up
2: off the off the rearview mirror, right next to the captain's glasses. Captain's
0: glasses came with the van. And uh, okay, so the first thing you said was what? I have no idea what that chub. is.
2: It's a little chub. Uh, just bought it today. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, just a little beef stick. We're never gonna eat it because it's really disgusting. But it's called a little chub. It's just gonna probably hang there for a long time. we were thinking about maybe hitting people with it when they do something stupid,
0: and. Uh, so it's basically a small piece of beef jerky made to sort of look like an angry small penis, yes, <laughs> yeah, pretty much,
2: and then, uh next to it, we have the captain's glasses, which uh came with the van when we got it. They are a pair of maybe fake oakleys, possibly and, uh Dad-ish. very dad yeah they're they're great when when the sun's shining, I just reach for the captain's glasses. And you're
1: There's good to no go Well the dad's glasses are great for keeping the sun away from your eyes
0: The Districts, you guys started out as a cover band You started out doing a lot of covers of classic rock If you could record any cover right now for your next record What would that cover be and why? Mm. Bonzo
1: mm. Uh,
2: Bonzo goes to Bitburg by the Ramones We play it live sometimes it's just a good song.
1: And a fun song. I like that song.
0: Connor, what are your feelings about this
1: track? I agree. It's a fun song. Ramones, they're cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the districts. You do not make my, easy, my job very easy. Sorry. You do not make my job easy at all. Alright, I'm going to make sure I got them all up, but I think we're done. Okay, great, guys. Thank you very much for your time. The last thing I'd love you to do is say, Hi, my name is, I'm in a band called The Districts, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. So, I'm probably going to ask you to do a couple of takes, because I'm absolutely certain your first one's going to be super quiet (laughs) and shy. I'm you wrong.
3: Hi,
1: I'm Robbie from The Districts, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Hi, I'm Connor from The Districts, and you're listening to The Interview Show with Scott Wood. Come on, Connor, show them how it's done. <laughs> Hi, I'm Connor from the Districts, and you're listening to the interview show by Scott Wood. Once more. <laughs> Hi, I'm Connor, and I'm from the Districts, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood.